So we know what fear does, but can we define what fear is? It's episode 49 of No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and one of the things I was terrified most of as a kid was running up the basement stairs. Are you with me there? There was like slats and like gaps in between the stairs. And so I turn off the light and then run as fast as I could upstairs. The monster never got me. So I must have been fast enough. Look, today I want to talk about exactly what fear is when it comes to communicating, whether that is just sharing your story or communicating in general to an audience of any kind. I mean, picture yourself on stage in a stadium or in front of a room of 20 people or a boardroom of six people or around the dinner table with your family, whatever the audience is, then we could take it to a digital audience. You are online, you're trying to go live, create reels, tell your story, write something out. As we think about being in front of these people, there's something that holds us back. No matter how seasoned you are, no matter how much you've done it, if you're like me, there's still something that creeps up, that there's this voice that whispers to you, there is something trying to snap you back. Now, you want to talk more about that, go back to last episode, episode 47, last week's episode, about what fear does, and I talk all about how fear snaps you back with a fun little story there. But today, let's talk about what fear is. And as we define these things, I want you to be aware that this is uh, just the start of a conversation. I'm just going to lay it out here and make it clear, you know, give you some definitions on what I've experienced in my own story and with all the speakers and communicators that I've worked with as they talk about what is holding them back, their fear, their stage fright, whatever they want to call it. It could really fall into one of these main five categories and usually bleeds somewhere between two or three of them. And so as I lay this out, this is just the start of a conversation, but it's something that I will go much, much deeper in with my new program launching February 22nd, 2022-22, the Fearless Speakers Academy group program. Now, I've talked about the membership on here a little bit, but this is bringing back an old classic because the membership it no longer exists. We're doing a focused group program with a small group of people that is going to focus completely on identifying your fears and putting practices and accountability into place so that you take action on pushing through those fears and showing up with more confidence and clarity than ever. You want that confidence? Then you got to get into the Fearless Speakers Academy. Go to alexstreet.ca slash fearless right now, and you can get in and get your spot now because they are, well, they're going. But look, let's get into it. Here's what fear is. And I mean, you could talk about it, right? Somebody just says, I'm afraid of public speaking. I get nervous. Uh, My hands start shaking. Great. Let's put some words to it because what you define, you understand. And if you understand it, then you're in control of it. Then you know what to do to get past it. So we want to put, at first, we want to put some names to this. 
And I think that fear itself is something that's a little too deep to just dive right into. So I want to talk a little bit first about the symptoms of fear and then what each of those symptoms is attached to and what it's keeping you from. That's where we're going to go today. Uh, and we'll do it all in the next few minutes here. So let's talk about the symptom of feeling shy. Okay, so maybe you find yourself feeling shy. You just say, oh, I'm just kind of a shy person. That's just who I am. Fine, sure. You've taken on that identity, go with it. But I don't think that you're just shy. I think there's a fear there. There's something deeper than that. So when you find yourself saying, oh, I just feel shy, what happens is you start saying things like, well, I could never do that. Or like, why would anybody even want to hear from me? And you start to shrink back. You start to, um, you know, you stay quiet. If you're shy, well, you're definitely not speaking up, right? And as you do that, what's it keeping you from is it's keeping you from connecting with new people. And you're keeping, it's keeping you from connecting with new people because ultimately you have this fear that's driving you. And this fear is saying that you don't belong here. If you find yourself saying, I'm a shy person, it's probably because you have a fear that you don't belong in this space. And if you don't belong in this space, then nobody's going to accept you. I mean, there's all kinds of things on that that we're going to get into deeper here. But when you're feeling shy, it's a fear that you don't belong. And that fear that you don't belong keeps you from connecting with people. And you try to build a business without connecting to people, it's going to be real tricky. So at least identify that. Maybe next week we'll talk about the, the fresh tricks that you can use to actually now move forward and, and get out of this jam, get out of this fear. But right now I want you to identify that that is what I'm doing. When I'm feeling shy and I say some things like, I could never do that. Or, Why would anyone care what I have to say? Or um, I don't know, not me. It's actually a fear that you don't belong here. So you want to connect with people? You got to get past that fear, but first let's identify it. So if that's you, I'd love to know it. Shoot me a DM and say, thank you, Alex. You identified my fear. It's the fear of not belonging. That's keeping me from speaking, but maybe it's not that maybe it's, um, it's a, it's a bit of a deeper fear. It's a fear based around your story. And I would say that this is shows up in the feeling of shame. And now that sounds like a deep word. You're like, I don't feel shame and that's not keeping me, but maybe it is. Maybe there's this shame about where you've come from. Maybe it is a bit of a shame of, of um, your story. And ultimately what this looks like is you're afraid to share your story because you think, well, what if they really knew me? If they really knew my journey, if they really knew where I came from, they wouldn't like me. It's shame. Or maybe it shows up and you say, say things like, my story's too complicated to tell. You know, I've talked about this a lot on the No Boring Stories podcast. My story's too complicated or too confusing to tell. What you're really doing there is just making an excuse so that you don't have to share your story because if you share your story, you might not be accepted. And if you share your story and they don't accept you, well, what else do you have? It's like you're laying it all out there. And if they don't accept this, then how am I ever going to fit in? How am I ever going to know that I belong here? So this feeling of shame shows up because of a fear that you're not going to be accepted, a fear that they won't like you. And so what do you not do? Well, you don't share your story. And if you don't share your story, you're missing the emotions. It's going to be hard to sell in the years coming up. 
Sharing your story is the only way to stand out. But I don't need to tell you that. You're fans of the No Boring Stories podcast. You've heard that ad nauseum. I'm going to keep saying it. But that one is key. You feel shame. It's because you're afraid of not being accepted. But maybe it's not shame. Maybe it's still like now we're getting deeper into like an identity identity thing. Maybe you feel small. Maybe you struggle with comparison. And this one and the next one really deal with imposter syndrome. And you find yourself saying things like, I'll never be as good as them. Or it's not ready. Or I'm not ready to do that thing. So you have some sort of measurement in your mind looking at those that are going ahead of you, looking at those that are 20 steps ahead of you and saying, they're doing it so well. They're doing it so clean, so perfectly. And I'll never be as good as them. Or you have this measurement of perfection in your mind around what your program is going to be or your presentation or your podcast or whatever idea it is that you have. You have this idea of what it's going to look like and you know that what you would create right now is nowhere close to that and so you stop. You don't do it. You play small. You feel small because, let's put a definition to this, you have a fear of not being good enough. I'm not going to be good enough. The amount of people that I've worked with in story coaching that can draw back to this as some feeling of expectations were put upon them, ideas uh, from when they were a kid, that they got this belief in their mind that they were not good enough and that has shaped them to become people pleasers and they can never, ever measure up. And if this is you, it's so important to claim that as that is the main fear that is showing up and that's what's keeping me from speaking up and speaking out and sharing whatever my message is because it won't be good enough. If you have a fear of not being good enough, it's going to show up like playing small in comparison, and you're going to be stuck for a long time. All right, let's identify two more. Two more fears. What fear is? We know what it's doing. It's snapping you back, but we're defining the fears here with feeling with the feelings that show up. And the symptom here is, well, this one's mine. This one lives on my shoulder. This one's speaking to me. Even right now as I create this, it's the feeling stupid. Yeah. I feel like you're going to listen to this and say something like, who does this guy think he is? Are you kidding me? Is he making this up? Well, I mean, where's his credentials? Where's his, what's the, what's the deal with him? Even as I say that, I stumbled over my words and I could feel stupid there. And as you think, who is this guy? This also shows up by saying like, what can I do or say that hasn't been done already? You go to a bookstore, you're like, why would I write a book? There's thousands of them here. You think everything's already been written. Or, this one's the biggest for me, you think nobody's even going to show up. Why would I create a podcast? Why would I make an episode like this if nobody's even going to listen to it? And I'm going to feel stupid at the end of the day. I'm going to feel like, what an idiot. Now, that's not the fear, though. It's not a fear of feeling stupid. This is actually attached to a deep calling. You notice how we're getting deeper with each of these? This is attached to a deep calling on your life that you believe that you have to make an impact in this world. You are feeling stupid, and that's keeping you from showing up because you have this fear that you're not going to make the difference you know that you're here to make. You have an idea of what you're here to do. And if you show up and you speak, you share a message and then nobody shows up or people say that you, like, who does this guy think he is or who does, who does she think she is? 
then you know that you're not making the impact that you believe that you're here to make. And if that's the case, then you're failing your mission. And yes, that would be devastating. I just want you to recognize that's the fear that's driving. And as long as you are not showing up, as long as fear is snapping you back, it's because there's this fear of not making a difference that is in control, that is guiding you and leading you forwards instead of anything else. And you can put some practices in place that'll make that happen. Get some testimonials, get some, some ideas of how you've already made a difference. But again, we'll talk about that next week. And finally, let's go to the deepest, most um, basic need of humanity, which is the need to be together. And this final fear shows up when you feel secluded. You feel like you're the only one. Have you felt that? You're like, I'm the only one who's feeling this. You have a great idea. You have a big mission. You have a big story to tell. But are you the only one who's experiencing this? Are you the only one who believes this? If you feel secluded, this shows up when you start to say things like, I am the only one feeling this. Or they won't understand what I'm talking about. I have seen some of the craziest ideas be put to market and be successful. And if those people thought, well, I'm the only one who thinks like this, well, then that never would have happened and it never would have helped those people. But at some point, they very well could have said something like, I'm the only one feeling this. I'm the only one with gut issues. I'm the only one who cares about tequila. I'm the only one who really, really cares about Pilates. I'm the only one who cares about kettlebells as a focus of fitness and strength. And yet all of those things that I just described have uh, were ideas that someone has that I've worked with who is taking them to the market and is selling out programs and events based on those very needs right there. But that's just proof that you don't need to feel this way but I don't want to undermine the fear that is behind this feeling of seclusion. It's a fear that you're alone. You have a fear of being alone. We all do. It's the biggest fear in humankind. It's the biggest fear of all of us that we will be alone in this world, that we will be the only one dealing with this and there's nobody else with us. From the very beginning, I love how the Bible says it, that in the beginning, um, you know, there was this creation and then God created man and then God looked at man and said, it is not good for man to be alone. Now take the gender out of that. It is not good for humans to be alone. And so God created another human. This idea of community is so essential to who we are that it is written to go back in the story to say that this is the most essential thing that that was created about us as a being is to be with one another. And if you're afraid that one time that at one time you won't be, then guess what, you're not going to show up with your idea. Because if you show up and nobody responds to it, and nobody says anything about it, then it might just prove that you are actually alone. And that would be destructive, devastating send you to despair. Of course, fear is driving that. Look at this. This has been probably the most 
dark, depressing episode that I have had so far on the No Boring Stories podcast, but it is so essential to going forward because you can't just say, I'm afraid of public speaking and deal with that. You have to define the terms. What kind of fear is it? What is the fear that you are carrying with you? Because your message, who you are, is unique, but your fear is not. Your fear is shared, and that's what we get to talk about and dive into. Again, this is the start of a conversation. You want to go way more into this, then you got to look at into the Fearless Speakers Academy, which starts on 2-22-22. Go to alexstreet.ca slash fearless for all the info on that. Look, I am so glad that you are here today and we're able to be part of this enlightening and delightful conversation on defining the fears that are holding you back, exactly what fear is. If you like this, please share it on your social media. That would mean the world to me. Uh, because this world is built on sharing. So let's share the good stuff. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.